Alrighty, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. I hope you out there are staying safe, staying sane. I hope you're super well during these times. I know they are uh, times that seem bleak, but and I, and I know that probably everything you're watching on the news is how bad it is. But just remember how good like you actually have it. Just remember how how we are going to get through this. Just remember how this is only temporary. Just remember that. No matter if this is or isn't going on, you still have a really great life. You're listening to this podcast probably on your smartphone, which means that you have some source of income, which means that in itself, that is a blessing in itself. It means that hopefully your family's healthy. It means that hopefully you have job security. I mean, just remember all the things that are actually going very, very well because everywhere you probably look and turn, whether it is the mainstream news, whether it is Instagram or Facebook or whatever it may be, it's probably all things out of scarcity. It's probably all things out of fear. And I get it. It is a scary time, but we will get through this. Like we will get through it. It will pass. We will go back to our normal lives. So in the meantime, enjoy the extra time. Like I've, I've made a couple posts about this and I've said like I've said this before, but this is a time where you can spend that extra time with your kids you don't normally get, or you can go on walks with your kids, or you can call and reach out to the people you love and care about and, and make sure you have more time to talk to them and, and be with them and learn about their lives. Like there is always good. If if you if you go into a dark room and there's no light, you can always find the light switch. Like there's always something to look for to to turn that light on. So just remember that during these times. If you need help with shit, anything, but Honestly, if you need help with workouts or nutrition or anything during these times, please, please feel free to reach out to me. I Again, I have a little bit more time on my hands now, just like all of you guys, so I would love to help more. So if I can help in any way, please don't hesitate to reach out. That being said, I'm going to dive into the topic, and it's been something I've been meaning to do for a while now. I've, I've been meaning to make a podcast on this for a while now. I just haven't either A, remembered, or B, had the time, but now that I have the time, this is it, and, and that is that the topic of working out and the topic of you know looking at a workout on on a piece of paper or you know getting a workout from somebody and being like oh this doesn't look that hard like if that's your first inclination i'm telling you right now that thought process is wrong that if you look at a workout and say wow this isn't that hard that is the wrong thought process to have and we're going to cover that in this whole podcast diving in right now it's if you look at a workout and say that's not that hard you're immediately not going to make progress from not just that workout, but from any workout in particular. And I say this because if you're looking at it thinking that it's not that hard, you need to look at it and say, okay, how can I get the most out of this workout? No matter what the workout is, how can I put the most into it so I can get the most out of it? And one thing, it's like if, if, a, if a workout says, you know, one squat or one set of squat for 12 reps, my 12 reps and your 12 reps can look vastly different, not just from a weight perspective, but from an intensity perspective, from a perspective of, are you getting deep enough in your squat? From a perspective, are you just bouncing the weight up and down? From a perspective of, are you actually pushing yourself or are you doing a set of, a set of 12 when you really could have done a set of, of 20? You know, like what, what are you really making that set of 10 reps look like? And if anybody who's coached with me knows that it's, it's much less about what's going to be on that paper. It's much more about what are you going to put into what's on that piece of paper. If, if it says a set of 10 push-ups, are you going to get the most out of that set of 10 push-ups or are you just going to do them just to do them? 
Because if, if, you're, if you're just looking at it from the perspective of, oh, wow, 10 push-ups, that can't be that hard. Trust me, if I can make push-ups extremely hard, so can you. And we're going to dive into how later. But like, if you're going into your workouts thinking that this is not hard, you're in the wrong mindset if you want to make progress. If you don't want to make progress and if you just want to get it done, you just want to say you did it, you just want to exercise, like that's one thing. But if you're looking and, and going to want to make progress, you have to think, no matter what that workout says on paper, how can I put in the most I possibly can to get out the most I possibly can? It's, it's, it keeps coming back to it's less about the complexity of the workout. It's more about what can you do to get the most out of those exercises? What can you do to get the most out of those sets, out of those reps? And I, t- I touched on this a bit in the podcast about muscle building, but it, it really is like, are you doing just a half, I'm not going to say the A word, a half but that doesn't even sound right, Jesus, whatever. Are you putting in half effort of what you normally, of what you are capable of to a set, or are you pushing yourself to that maximum effort set? Are, are, you, are you leaving five, 10 reps left in the tank? Or are you actually pushing yourself? Are you just you know messing around? Are you talking on, on the phone? Are you talking to somebody else? You know, and going back to the squats, are you hitting full depth on your squats? Are you hitting a, you know a, a proper range of motion when you're doing a shoulder press or a bench press? If you're doing a shoulder press, are you just bouncing the weight up and down? Or are you using your, your shoulders to not only press it up but control it on the way down? Just a side rant. Guys, there's two parts to a, a, an exercise. There's the – well, three, but – there's okay three fine there's the there's the concentric so if you're doing a bicep curl the concentric portion is on the way up there's the isometric which is when you're at the top of the movement so if you're doing a bicep curl when your hand is up when you finish the bicep curl and there's the eccentric on the way down the lowering portion there's three parts to a movement right excluding isometric when you hold it which that can also be a different thing but let's just talk about the two parts concentric and eccentric there's two parts of the movement so just because you do one part of the movement when you when you when you when you do the bicep curl up, you still have half the movement to go. You didn't finish the bicep curl just because you got it up. The eccentric is a part of the movement. It's fifty percent of the movement of what we're talking about from a concentric and eccentric standpoint. So if you're only doing half the rep by just lifting it up, you're not getting the full benefit of the exercise. You're not getting the force, the full eccentric, the full stretching, the full lowering of that movement. So on like a shoulder press, if you just push it up as fast as you can and let it fall down as fast as you can, you're not really doing much of anything, honestly, because if you're just pushing it up as fast as you can, yeah, you're going to use your shoulders, but are you controlling that movement? And again, on the way down, are you just letting it fall down or are you using your shoulders to lower it down? You can't just do half the movement. Don't be upset when you do half the movement, but get half the results. That's one side ramp. But turning back, this is all like all these things I just talked about, and there's so much more, and we're going to cover more, but all of this can go into what, you know, four sets of squats looks like. Like all this can go into it. And, and this is a great time because. I know most of you are stuck home. I know most of you don't have your normal equipment. I know you might not have heavy weights. I know you might not only you, you might not only have bands or body weight or you know books you put in the backpacks, whatever it is. But you need to think about whatever you're doing as how can I get the most out of this workout as opposed to well this just looks too easy. And <laughs> whoever put you on a on a pedestal to be like this is too easy, that's what I never understand. Like I you know. That's a whole different story. I'm not going to get into that, but circling back around again because I'm getting on rants this time. 
circling back around, oftentimes A, sticking to the basics always wins, but B, if you can find a way to push yourself within those basics, within that simpleness, that lo and behold is going to get you to where you want to be. And most people don't like hearing that because it's not very sexy, but if you study or know anything about bodybuilding, which is my first love, that's the only reason I started working out, I have an absolute love for bodybuilding. Like I like I like strength training, I like, you know, nutrition, da da da, but bodybuilding and and this and that whole bodybuilding world is something I studied uh, a ton. Uh, I really, I mean, a lot growing up. I did, when I went to school, I wouldn't actually study school. I would just study bodybuilding. But if you study what they do and and, and re- let me remind you, these are the most fit people in the world. Like they do this for a living. Their their body is their living, right? If you study what they do, it, essentially, it's the same routine over and over and over and over. Yeah, they might change some reps here and there. They might change some sets here and there. They'll change the weight because they're going to want a progressive overload, aka just getting stronger. So they're going to do that. But as far as what it comes down to, they do the same workouts, the same exercises, the, the same rep ranges, the same movements, the same machines. They do the same thing over and over and over and over again when it comes to exercise. And they are the most fit people in the world. They literally have competitions to see who is the most in shape person in the world. So if that works for them, if, if they find what works, if they find basic movements that work for them, and, and, and that's a whole different topic about what works for you. But if you find what works for you and ride it till the brakes fall off, if that's what they do, what makes me or you any different? And, and that's what I, something I always come back to, like, because I, I've studied this. If they do basically the same routine with the same exercises and the same split, the same days a week training, everything, and they do the same thing over and over and over again, and they see some of the best results, what makes me any different from them? Like, I should be doing that as well. Yes, the whole steroid thing is totally separate. I'm not talking about that. And there's plenty of actual, actually, there's plenty of natural bodybuilders who are insane too, but that's a whole different story. But from a from a exercise standpoint, if that's what they do, what makes me or you or anything else any different? And yes, I understand like changing ex- exercises can give you better adherence because it, it's more enjoyable. I understand that. But it's not about exercise variation. It's not about muscle confusion. It's not about getting your heart rate up. It's it's about, okay, if, if, a, if a home workout calls for 50 push-ups, 50 squats, 50 lunges, 50 dips, and 50 step-ups, like looking at that on paper is like – well, yeah, that's simple. Like, that's not too hard. Like, I, I can do that. That's not that's not the problem. But it's honestly about how can you challenge yourself within those 50 push-ups, within those 50 squats, within those 50 lunges. Like, let's talk about squats for a second because push-ups can be hard for people in general, which I – push-ups are hard in general, which I understand. But let's talk about squats. Most people can perform a body weight squat, right? Let's just say for the sake of argument – you have no water jug, you have no heavy object, you have no book backpack full of, of books, nothing, right? You just have your bodyweight squats. You should still be able to make those bodyweight squats difficult. And what I mean by that is when you think about the squat movement, a, a squat movement is hardest at the bottom, right? Like it's hard on the way down and it's hard to get, it's hard to get it back up. So when you're doing a squat movement, Go for a quick example. Go four seconds, five seconds on the way down. Really try to squeeze your legs. Really try to feel your your butt, feel your legs working. Once you get to the bottom, 
pause for two seconds, and then explode up as fast as you can. Do 50 of those. Five seconds on the way down, pause at the bottom, explode up as fast as you can. Do 50 of those and tell me that was too easy. Newsflash, you're not going to because it's hard. Like, it's, it's, how, it's thinking like that that will make you see progress no matter, no matter if you're working out from home, if you're working at the gym, no matter what. Like, the, the same thing with dips. Let's take dips, for example. If you're, if you're on your couch or on your, on your um, bathtub doing dips, Okay, how, yeah, 50 dips might not be that hard to you. Like, I, quote unquote, might not be that hard to you. I understand that. But how do you make those dips more difficult? Okay, well, what you can do is, once again, slow down the, the eccentric. Because what, what most people do is they just fall down and try to get themselves right back up. Fall down, try to get themselves right back up on, on a tricep dip. What you can do is control the eccentric, control the way down. Try to feel, squeeze, squeeze your triceps, try to feel your muscle working. Pause at the bottom. When you come back up, explode up and squeeze. When you extend your arms from a tricep dip, squeeze your triceps literally as hard as you can. Like someone has a gun to your head. They're gonna, they need you to squeeze your triceps. Squeeze your triceps as hard as you can when you come back up from that dip. That's one rep. Do the same thing. Three seconds on the way down. Pause for a second. Explode up. Squeeze your triceps as hard as you can on the way up. That's two reps. Uh, again, don't tell me that it's too easy. If you're doing 50 tricep dips like that, first of all, you're not going to get 50 in a row because that's going to be insanely hard. But second of all, that's what I mean when it's much less about the workout on paper. It's about what can you put into that workout? What can you do to that workout to make it the most difficult? And I, and I have to clarify this. I'm not talking about if it says squats, go on a BOSU ball and do squats. Like I'm not talking about if it if it says lunges, put you know juggle juggle two balls in your hands and do reverse lunges. Like that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about fundamentally. If if you're just being smart, fundamentally, how can you make the most out of the work, out of the the sets, the reps, just the whole workout in general? And and what I just said, like 50 push-ups, 50 squats, 50 lunges, 50 dips, and 50 step-ups. That's not on paper. That's simple. But you guys have to remember, simple does not equal easy. And, and, and honestly, there is always a way to make an exercise harder. I, I, I tell people this all the time. Like if I can get 10-pound dumbbells and do bicep curls and they can be hard as you know what for me, I'm not going to cuss, I promise, hard as you know what for me, there's no reason you can't grab those same 10-pound dumbbells and make it hard for you. Like the, it, the same thing applies no matter how strong, how strong you are, how not strong you are, how advanced you are, how not advanced you are. There is always a way to make – Make these subtle changes, and, and they really are just subtle. Like, actually think about when you do a tricep dip. Actually thinking about squeezing your triceps at the top of the movement as hard as you can to make sure you actually flex your triceps. Or when you do a squat, think about slowing the way down on the eccentric portion. Pause at the bottom. Push your feet in the ground and explode them as fast as you can. Like, these subtle changes, they're not that big of a change, but they will make worlds of a difference. And that's what you need to start thinking about when you – when you go into your, your, your workout sessions, when you get a workout program from a coach or, or when you do it yourself or whatever it is, when you get these things, if it says four sets of 10 on a shoulder press, you need to think about what can I do? Obviously, obviously weight, yes, like adding weight, but I'm more talking about what can we do like right now in this point in time. What can you do to make those shoulder presses quote unquote hard? Or difficult or just challenging because you want to challenge your body, right? So what can you do to make those shoulder presses challenging? Again, this is a common theme, but shoulder presses. On the way down, you can go slow on the eccentric, right? So you're going slow on the way down, slow on the way down. Once you get to the bottom, right back up. So And then don't pause at the top. 
So constant tension. That's 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 another way. Like constant tension on your muscles. If you're doing a shoulder press, keep that up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. But not just throwing it up and down. Constantly keeping the tension going slow. So you're going slow on the way up. Once you get up to the movement, right back down slow. Right back up. Right back down slow. That right there, constant tension. That's a great way to add intensity to your workouts. Like, and not only intensity, but again. Four sets of 10 on shoulder presses might seem easy, but when you do four sets of 10 on those, you are going to be smoked. That's just the bottom line. You're going to be burnt up from those things. Your shoulders are going to be on fire. Not only are they going to be on fire, but you're adding a stimulus to your body that it has to adapt to. So if you're doing that, you're going to see progress. It just is what it is. And let's talk about um, like, like a side raise, like a side, a side arm raise, right? If Say if you only have bands in your house right now. Let's talk about like the physiology of muscles. And I'm not going to get too in-depth here, but I think it's I think it's a good thing to talk about. If if you're doing a standing side, you know, bungee bungee raise, bungee band, whatever the same thing. If you're doing a side lateral raise with with a band, think about the function of that muscle, of that shoulder muscle you're trying to work. When is it the hardest? Whether it's a dumbbell or a cable, when is it the hardest? When it gets all the way up to the very top, because the gravity is fighting down, right? Like you, you're you're holding it up top, and the gravity is trying to pull you down. So, what can you do for to make a side shoulder raise harder? Hold that hold that isometric. Remember, we talked about the three the three types of, of movement during an exercise: concentric, isometric, and eccentric. Hold that isometric for five seconds. So just hold it there, squeeze your shoulder, fight gravity while you're there for five seconds, and then slow the way down. Right back up, five second hold, feel your shoulder, and then go back down. The, the muscle is the weakest when it's at its length, right? So, or at its shortest, I'm sorry. So that, that, that shoulder muscle, if you think about the side of your shoulder to like your hand, that's, that's when you're, that side shoulder muscle is the shortest, right? So that's when that muscle has to work the most. That's why you do the side raises because that shortens the muscle. It, it shortens where your, your, your muscle connects to your joint, right? That's, that's what shortens it. So if you know that, going into a band shoulder raise or a band front raise, hold that isometric for, for a couple seconds. Make sure you get some tension when the muscle has to work the most. If you're thinking about, okay, I'm at home and I only have bands, how can I do a good workout? If you know that your muscle works the most when it's in the shortest range, okay, well, when you when you get up to that side lateral raise, hold that there for five seconds. Your muscle has to work the most. You're going to provide more stress to your body. It's going to be a more challenging workout. You're going to get more stimulus from it, which means more progress and more results. So stuff like this, guys, like thinking about not just what it says on paper, but how can you take that next step from getting it from paper to applying it to your real life. And, and what I mean by applying it to real life is how can you take it from four sets of 10 on a squat to, oh my God, my, my legs are growing. My, I'm getting more defined. I'm getting stronger. I'm getting bigger glutes. How, how, can you, how, how does that happen? You have to find a way to get the most out of that exercise. And, and again, that's why I go back to bodybuilding because like that's what that is. Like if you ever heard of the mind-muscle connection, there's times when – Yes, you're training for strength. And if you're if you're training a deadlift to get stronger, you're not really worried about how your hamstrings are feeling. If if you're going for a one rep or a three rep or a five rep max, you're not really worried about how your hamstrings are, are working. You're just worried about building strength, right? You're building about 
externally think about, you know, push your feet in the ground, keep a core brace, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? So you're externally focused on just getting stronger. Whereas if you're trying to build better shoulders, if you're trying to, you know, build better legs, like if you're trying to work certain muscles, this is where bodybuilding comes in and says, okay, this mind-muscle connection, this, this intrinsic thought process of how are my muscles working, what kind of stress is being applied to them, that is where bodybuilding world comes in because that is what that is. And, and there's multiple studies showing that this mind-muscle connection, like, again, if you're training a bicep curl, you thinking about how can I use my bicep the most, that thought process will yield you results. I, I, it's just been scientifically studied factual. The more you think about using your bicep during the exercise, the more bicep you activate, which means the more bicep you're going to use, which means the more bicep you're going to be able to grow stronger or more defined or whatever it is. And, and, and this goes back to like what we've been talking about is how can you get the most out of it, especially during a time like right now when you might not have all these things accessible to you. Take that band and, and, and do your squats and make sure you're feeling your legs. Make sure you're feeling your glutes when you do you know, a band kickback. Make sure you feel your shoulders when you're doing a shoulder press. Like Find ways to make what's on paper translate to you getting better results. And it's not just about what's on that piece of paper. Obviously, that is important. I make workouts every single day for people. I, I, that is important, yes. But that is not the most important thing. Anybody, you can... You can look up exercises to do, but how do you know what to do to then take you to that next step of applying it to real life and applying it to you getting results? That is what matters, guys, and I urge you to think about that, especially during these times when you are home and you don't have everything accessible to you. You can always make something harder. You, you can always – and this is going to take trial and error for a lot of you. Like I, I've had years of doing this, so I know how to make any exercise on this planet hard. That's – that is not difficult for me anymore because I know what to do. And, and yes, through studying, like I talked about shortening muscle lengths, but like just through trial and error, like how do I how do I make a bicep curl harder so I can feel my biceps better? Okay, I keep my shoulders back, I keep my elbows back, I keep my upper arm vertical, and I can only use my bicep. I keep my palm up. Like subtle changes like that, I urge you guys to start thinking that way. And again, if you if you want like a question or if you have a question, if you want to want a uh, constructive, you know, kind of feedback, please reach out to me. I'd love to help you. But the more you can do that, guys, again, if you want to see progress, that is how that is going to happen during this time. Not only during this time, but for the rest of your life, because the more you can do that, the more the more intensity you're going to have. And if you listen to my podcast about muscle building, intensity is the the only not the only way, but one of the best ways to build muscle. So as long as you can do that. During these times, you will keep making progress and you will learn a new way of training. It will be a new kind of like eye-opening experience for you because you're not just going to look at it as, oh, four sets of 10 on squats. Okay, that seems easy. You're going to be like, oh, shit. Well, I have to oh, – dang it, I cuss. Sorry. Oh, shoot. Ugh. Oh, shoot. I have to get four sets of 10 on a squat. I have to make it so I go three seconds on the way down. I pause at the bottom. I squeeze my legs when I come up. I keep my core brace. I really squeeze my glute like – that's how you're going to start thinking. And the more you start thinking like that, the better results you're going to see. I promise you guys. So, guys, I hope you stay safe during these times. Find a way just like – actually, this is funny. Just like what we talked about with the workouts. Find a way to make this time not harder but more beneficial towards you. Take the extra time to get yourself your nutrition in check. Take the extra time to work out more. Take the time to play with your kids. Take the time to call your parents more. Like Whatever this case may be, find something positive from this situation – 
find a way to work harder when you exercise and life will be great. I promise. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I think we'll talk again Sunday. I'm not sure. We'll talk soon. Either way, thank you so much, guys.